This episode is sponsored by Williamson Sonomers, fathers, brothers, uncles, and sons, executive cookware for women, established 1837. <laughs> <laughs> they are my favorite sponsor. This is Real Time Rental Story. Welcome back to the show, guys. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Good news this week. Good news. We got the green light from the mitigation representative at the insurance company to get that wet drywall out of the lake house. It was making a stink up in there. Progress is progress. I like your non-regional diction. <laughs> So it's so podcast appropriate. Thank you. Um, Another positive development is that I'm finally done with all the laundry. And that was like a dozen loads of laundry. And I'm talking about full-size comforters. And the disclaimer. King-size comforters. Lake laundry done. Laundry is never done. (laughs) True, because you're wearing clothes while you're washing clothes. (laughs) (laughs) My nemesis. (laughs) Yes. Um, We're going out to meet... The site manager. No, I think they call him just like a field adjuster. Field adjuster, okay. We're going to go out there. He's going to be able to check it out. We'll see the walls that were taken out and the wet insulation that was removed. Ugh, gross. Yeah, they said our gigantic commercial-sized dumpster is almost full. So, I mean, everything's moving along. It's uh, the proverbial snail's pace. It's true, because we got switched over to the high claims team. Shout out to Paul, Aaron, and Brianna. Yeah, and everybody's been pretty good. I will say that personally for me, doing this podcast has been an awesome therapeutic venting session because it has been fun to share our journey. You know, that's kind of our way. We like to make little documentaries. The podcast was originally intended to really, you know, figure out the ins and outs of starting a vacation rental from scratch. And it's kind of evolving into you know this rebuilding of a vacation rental and just talking about vacation rentals and rentals in general because that's really i guess where the vacation rental thing became a viable idea in our minds is that we were in the long-term rental business that's right for a little while yeah whenever jason and i met We both owned our own homes, and when we decided to move in together, there was the question of what are we going to do with the extra house, and my aunt had suggested putting my house on Airbnb. Full circle. (laughs) Right, but at the time, I wasn't sure I was ready for that challenge. It seemed like more than I was willing to bite off. I had kids and a full-time job, which I still do now, but the longer-term rental tenant seemed more of like a dip a toe into the rental game. For sure. At the end of the day, it's um, a lot less day-to-day work to have a long-term rental. Definitely. We also do a good job of vetting our tenants before we agree to sign a lease with somebody. And, you know, Emily, you handle that. Tell everybody kind of the process that you use to find people that are good matches for us. Well, we start by listing the property on Facebook Marketplace, which might sound a little 
cliche, but it's a free service with a huge audience. And it gives you the ability to do a little sleuthing on the person, get a vibe from their profile. And if they pass that vibe check, we email them a pre-screen form that I created on Google Forms, asking just some basic questions like, what's your job? Why are you moving? Who's gonna be living there with you? And if those questions check out, then we pass them on to an online screening service at myrental.com. That is a really cool service because you can have the tenant pay for the background check themselves And it is like a credit check and a mini background check. It gives you a rental score and says like 89% of landlords would rent to this tenant. And it tells you if they've ever been evicted before. And because it is a great service that benefits the landlord, we always take the cost of that screening off of the first month of rent for whoever is selected to move in. And so the tenant is ultimately not out anything, but they front that cost as a show of good faith. Where did you get the screening service? My friend Autumn told me about MyRental.com. Okay. We have some other friends too, who we want to have on for conversations because like we said before, it doesn't have to be a beach house or a lake house. You've got a friend um, who rents a camper. What up, Heather? <laughs> and you've got a friend who has several rental houses here in town. Yeah, I've got a couple of friends who do. I've got another buddy, Dwight, who's kind of our inspiration to get into this in the first place. What up, Dwight? Yeah, he was really ambitious in that world, and he really convinced me that that's an awful good thing to do. And then when Emily and I moved in together, I was a big advocate of turning that place into a rental property, and it's been really great for us. Because it is so walkable so walkable to restaurants and grocery stores and all kinds of good stuff. You can literally walk to... Anyway, you could live there and not need a car. There's even a public transportation waiting spot. There's just a ton of really positive things. We did that with Old Mill and then we bought Glendale. We had a pretty wild summer of 2020 where we bought a couple of places. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a whirlwind. How did that happen? I'm not sure. I got a little crazy and made a couple of rash decisions that kind of <laughs> didn't work out super good in the beginning, but worked out pretty good in the end. That's so, which and- was a which is a funny story all of its own. <laughs> yeah, Glendale is a cute little house. It was it was you know in our area. A little impatience crept in. Of course, I didn't need a building inspection because I knew better than that. Even though I may have suggested it. (laughs) And I was like, oh, it's going to be fine. It's got a new heat and air, a new roof. Yeah, some people had bought it and done a really great job of flipping it aesthetically. It really looked good. There was no problems with it well, except for... (laughs) One little thing. One little thing, a.k.a. all of the plumbing in the all entire the house. We need to do a water episode. Oh, my gosh. We could, <laughs> that, t- we could talk for an hour. That's two episodes. <laughs> and so we did what we had to do. We just replaced all of it. 
It's a nice little hit in year one. But since then, it's been a smooth operator. Yep. Should we get into Cabell today, or is Cabell an episode all of we can own? We can nutshell Cabell. Cabell was a property that we really liked because of its proximity to our local university. And anyone who lives in a college town knows that demand is high in that vicinity of campus. Yes, and this property was a mixed bag of good and bad yeah it was cute as a button little historical type property very cute features on paper just a little copper mine i mean it 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 was fool's gold it was because it was an older house like we mentioned and with any older house is going to come problems but then the hundred year flood came oh my gosh we had scheduled an installation of a sump pump because there's a basement apartment and they had told us that there's some water coming in here and so we were like oh no and we contacted the you know the right people about dealing with that and and putting a sump pump in so he missed the appointment by just a couple days and in that time a storm came and flooded the basement like I, I fought it with the shop vac. Oh, both of us were in there with like a broom and a shop vac. <laughs> and and anyway, this flood came and destroyed the whole basement. So we fixed it and built it back. And I mean, and it, it was looked amazing. Nice. Again, it, it shout looked, out to Jose and Carla at Bamboo Contracting. They yes. do amazing work. We were just tired and mad from it. And when we found Hippie Holler, it gave us almost an excuse to say, I made a mistake on Cabell. Me, not Emily, because it was all my crazy that wanted it. And But it gave me the excuse to say, you know what, I'm going to sell this thing because I'm just tired of it. That was one of our original team building exercises. This is going to be a really challenging spring schedule-wise, and I've got to really give Emily a shout-out on the podcast for uh, taking the reins of the communication with the various different insurance representatives from mitigation to property to personal property to just coordinating things, talking to the restoration folks, keeping everybody you know in line and on schedule as much as possible. That's not easy to do. She's got a full-time job. She's got more responsibilities than anybody I know. Well, I told you earlier that I don't mind one bit because not only is this very close to my heart, but I like being able to contribute to the process. I think we've kind of come to terms with the fact that we're not going to be at the lake at all this coming summer. And we're looking forward to enjoying our hometown Definitely. It's been two summers that we haven't been here. You know, we have a pool membership we've barely used the last couple summers. Downtown scene is thriving. There's live music all the time that we hear about but never participate in. So I think it's going to be a good summer. Agreed. I'm excited about that. And I look forward to going back and listening to all of this whenever everything Uh, is said and done. I, I, I think about when it is done and we're out there listening to all of them out on the deck or something. That'd be awesome.
You can find us on Instagram at Realtime Rental Story or email us at realtimerentalstory at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.